0: So I have a question from Sackwagon Wagon from the OWC community on how to build a team. Now I want to answer that, um, to basically build a team for Overwatch, what you have to do is organize your six core players that you want to play on the team, then you have to figure out when your team is actually going to play. So the biggest challenge for creating a team is not only finding the players, uh, that are gonna play play with your team, but to actually come up with a schedule that you guys can meet on. And it's easy to do this through Google Docs or whatnot and figure out play times, uh, practice times that you, everyone can meet up and show up to. And um, basically on the initial, the initial uh, finding team members, you kind of have to um, cut the ones that aren't dedicated and go with the ones that are going to show up to practice and you have to make it a priority to make sure that my team is practicing today I need these players to play. And Once you find a solid group of people that fit the profile that you're trying to look for, uh, you will have a team. You can also look for players for your team in the different uh, discords on the reddit, On different websites that I'll list as well I think when it comes to getting
1: something that you want or success it's important to stay ahead of the manifestation curve and what I mean by that is when you see something starting to develop in your life or just something developing within the industry that you're working in it's important to almost go a step further in going to the future of what it is that you want to obtain this deals a lot with innovation and the process of what being an influencer and innovator of just our culture really is, and what that is it is basically becoming the culture and shifting the culture to your unique narrative and almost creating creating it. So, with that being said, it's important to stay ahead of the manifestation curve and kind of go the other direction of where the river's flowing. I know this is just, just a very vague type of, uh, of podcast, but it just got me thinking because I don't want to be like every other cliche gaming podcast. So a lot of what's being covered when it comes to Overwatch specifically is basically game news, uh, what's going on in the scene, and just like general tutorial type of content. It got me thinking well i kind of want to stay ahead of the game and create this space for content and community around the game itself and the way i'm supposed to do that is basically by creating something new that no one else is doing so i think from just standard content creation around the scene it made me think well let me stay ahead of this curve and go a step further and i think myself, well let's dive deep, maybe we can go over the theory of the game, or just theoretical stuff that hasn't even come out, maybe like a features that, that they haven't discussed yet, or a, a released to the community, and then just go into stuff that can make an actual impact. It plays more onto their thoughts, which is basically when something plays with people's thoughts it's more of a call of action directly to interact and with that interaction you can really start to create the building blocks of pop and a step further from theory and just even diving deeper because that's just the surface just the content that creates engagement what do you actually want that content to say and how does that content relate back to what you're trying to do in the first place with it, and like what your mission is to accomplish, and how are you going to manifest that with the content that you're trying to innovate, and within that culture that you want to create. social engineering. What's up everybody, I'm going to be doing my first episode of the Ask XRYZ show. Uh, this is just going to be a kind of a few times a week I'll just go through and answer questions that I have on my discord or just send to me on twitter using the hashtag ask xryz so I'm um, going to get right into it um, Albert underscore ow asks how do I stay sane playing competitive um Basically, the way I stay sane playing so much competitive, like, if you look at my stats on the right, it's quite a bit of hours. Um, Basically, the way you want to stay sane and, like, not tilt from um, a lot of competitive play is to just uh, kind of, you know, not not take it too seriously. Obviously, you want to try to win, but make sure you're having fun while doing it, and then the more you do it, the uh, more muscle memory you have built up into doing it, so you just kind of don't take it a big deal. It's kind of like when I first started to go on stage as a performer, I just kind of, um, I was terrified at the beginning, but after, you know, performing like four times, five times, like 30 times, um, I got used to it a little bit. So it's just something you practice, and it's the same of playing Overwatch, it's just like, Don't treat it like a big deal, Um, it's the same thing when you're going in a tournament, Uh, it's something you want to uh, practice, and um, once you play it enough you won't have that much stress. Okay, so, I'm going to ask, read some more questions. that dude Ryan, <laughs> which is my name as well, from the Omnic Lab Discord asks uh, a question related to Symmetra, which all of the next ones are related to Symmetra, which is the hero I mean. Um, the shield. What situations do you use it in? More of a defense for yourself or your team? Is it me, or does it seem to not have a damage threshold? Um, so. With the shield ability, which is the photon barrier, you want to make sure you use it frequently, but also to save it for the key moments when you either need to save yourself or your team. It doesn't matter really. It definitely doesn't really have a damage threshold. It's a thousand uh, health shield that's projectile, so use it when your team's overextending um, to save your team from ultimates and um, stuff like that. So hope that helps. Uh, Tristan F11 from the Omnic Lab Discord asks, When is Symmetra's Alt-Fire useful? In what circumstances is it a better choice than her primary, and how do you get hits with it being so slow? Well, Symmetra's Alt-Fire, her right-click ability, is basically useful when you're trying to put pressure on the choke and building up your telly. You also want to engage with right-click, and anytime you're not in that melee range, most of the time it's safe to use right-click, and just kind of spam orbs in different directions, try to place your orbs in different directions, and um, that's how I would get hits with it. It has a lot to do with prediction, so make sure you're predicting where the enemy is going to be, or putting it through a area where they can't see, and just try to put put them out frequently, and then when they get too close, you want to switch over to left-click. So. That is that. Uh, Demon Tech has a few questions from the Omnic Lab Discord. Um, what would you like to change about Symetra? Then, where are sneaky telly spots, or what most use areas? Then another one. Do you build car washes or place turrets randomly? Okay, so I'll answer them in order, from third to first. Um, so for the turrets and where I place them, that is I kind of like to spread them out, sometimes i will put nests and car washes in certain locations, and it's just situational. It um, has to deal with if you know they're going to destroy the turrets or not, and you want to put them around places they're not going to destroy it, but you also want to place them in areas of the map that the enemy is definitely going to go through, and that's very important. So that leads up into... So that leads up into, um, you want to put your teleporter kind of behind, um, enemy lines, where, not behind enemy lines, but behind, um, your team, so the enemy has to basically go through all your turrets and all of your teammates to hit the teleporter, and that would be kind of, like, good tele spots, and that's where I usually put them, it's just in areas where it's hard for the enemies to reach. What would I like to change about Symmetra? Um, I would make her a lot less. Um, I would I would make her tell I would make her teleporter and her turrets be able to be seen f- for teammates through the wall, um, just like you can see somber health packs when they're hacked. Same kind of concept, so your team could kind of play around Symmetra a little bit more. Um, another thing I would change is maybe reduce the slow time on placing the turrets. And that's the only thing I can really think, I think she's okay the way she is. So, um, a question from Jaycoop, on cough maps, what is your game plan for retaking the point? Do you just follow the tanks on the point, or do you set up a trap on the sides and try to lure people into it? Um, So setting traps up on the sides of maps is something you consistently want to do if you think the enemy is going to go through it, and what that does is put your position on the map in a very aggressive way so you're locking down parts of the map, and that increases your uh, overall map positioning for your team, and that leads to being able to capture a point. What I do is I either engage with the tanks that create space for Symmetra to be able to... um, do some damage, or I will try to flank and try to go for the back line, or a DPS or a squishy target that I can um, deal with and take out. So when you have numbers advantage, it's just all these micro decisions in your mind that you have to kind of make to uh, make sure you can take the point, and that's what it comes down to. Okay, so... I'll go to Space Clown's question, um, it's King of the Hill, you have the objective, teleporter or shield? So, well if you already have the objective, you can either do two, one of two things, if you think their DPS are problematic for you and you want to have more survivability, sometimes shield gen is good, um, like if they have double hit scan, I usually go shield gen. If they have ultimates such as Genji Blade, or Diva Bomb, or Graviton Surge, it's better to go with Teleporter, and then you place it in a location behind the point. So if you get wiped, you can just come back and still have control of the point. Another thing is, if you can put pressure on the enemy spawn, and you just have your Teleporter up near the point, it's like you can push up and put so much pressure, and sometimes that can be very fatal for the enemy team on cough it and it's a good strategy. But yeah, shield, I don't like to... I, I put it sometimes if we already have the point. When you don't have the point, sometimes it's good too to give you that extra fight um, potential of winning. So... Playing sim and quick play... So, Zadka asks, I love playing sim and quick play, and comp I average about 70% win rate with her. At large, I feel like my win rates on sim are higher than my average overall because I'm very selective when I play her. Do you have any suggestions for transitioning into playing her more generally and trusting your team to be capable of running a solo heal or triple support, Uh, especially with the zero to full tilt that often comes with the attack Symmetra pick when attacking before showing the team what you're capable of? Okay, so playing Symmetra in a general way is you just kind of want to play it in maps and situ. I think she works in every situation, for one. She can work. So you want to play this hero and learn, this, learn the situations that it can work and learn the team comps that it can work well against. So that's very important. Um, it's just kind of figuring out what's the Metro strong with in any hero that you're trying to play is figuring where you can play the hero and like when you can't play that hero so it, and as far as regards to teammates tilting it's just something you have to deal with and get used to it happens um, you just have to tell them to trust you or to just kind of know in your